0: In anticipation of episode 20 on atrial fibrillation, I've got with us Dr. Claire Atsma to do her best case ever related to atrial fibrillation. Claire, let it rip.
1: So I was working in the emergency department and the charge nurse, who's a very senior nurse, came up to me and said, we have a lady outside in the ambulance bay who's 35 and she's 760 pounds. And we don't know how to get her from the ambulance bay into our resuscitation room because she's in atrial fibrillation at about, at least I think it is, about 170. And they don't have any kind of wheelchair that could bear her weight. And we don't have a bed that will bear her weight once she gets into our resuscitation room. So she was talking about calling the fire department. And while they were working on all this, and I suggested why don't you just walk? Surely she can walk because she's 35. I started debating what I was going to do with this patient. And word got around that there was a patient who was 760 pounds out in the ambulance bay. And one of the other doctors came over and said, what are you going to try? going to try procainamide? I think you should try procainamide. And I said, you know, maybe I will. But I don't know how much she really weighs because she can't really weigh 760 pounds. But what's the maximum dose of procainamide? And what if she, you know, goes hypotensive? Or what if she goes bradycardic? How am I going to handle that? What doses of atropine am I going to use? And am I going to try and pace her? Because if she really is that big, trying to get the heart without cooking the lungs and the chest and the thorax, uh, you know it's going to be incredibly difficult to pace someone who's if she truly is 760 pounds, which at that point I didn't think she really could be. But whenever you give a drug, you have to think about all the side effects and how you're going to handle them. And in someone who's 760 pounds, obviously a problem. Anyway, they finally got her in, and I walked into the room, and all my uncertainty was immediately resolved because she was really 760 pounds. In fact, she'd had a paneliculectomy three weeks before at another hospital, so she was actually lighter than usual. And as soon as I looked at her, I knew that I was not going to be giving any meds. She was stable and breathing and her blood pressure was fine. I think it was about 120. She was very anxious and feeling the palpitation. She had a touch of chest pain she sort of off and on. And she was going at about 170. So I decided I would rate control her. But to do a procedural sedation on a woman who is 760 pounds, whether or not you can ramp the patient and, and get the tube in or how big the tube is and the meds are going to use and all the maximums are, are just way off the chart. This is a patient where you just step back and say, no, the ASA score is way too high. And so I I did exactly that. I gave her procainamide. I brought her heart rate from about 160 to 140, but not much else. And I called the cardiologist who came down and then offered to try one of the type 1 antiarrhythmics. And again, I said to him, what if the QRS widens? Are you prepared to handle that? Are you prepared to handle hypertension? Are you prepared to intubate her if things go wrong? Because that's an antiarrhythmic and you don't know how much you're going to have to use. And after going through this with him, he decided to take her to the OR. And the anaesthetist actually intubated her before they even started. He didn't want to even wait and do a procedural sedation. They just did the whole ramping thing and did the full intubation first to see if they could get it, and then they did it. So I felt somewhat vindicated by choosing not to
0: do anything. And so did she. So she
1: cardiverted on the first try, I think at 200. Mm -hmm. Uh, no problems, and I saw her about two weeks ago, six months after the first episode, and same problem again. In fact, this time, I couldn't even get a bed for her to sit in, so she just sit in a chair in one of the rooms while they waited to get the OR ready again.
0: Okay, so we've got the Ottawa Aggressive Protocol, we've got Electrically cardiovert and Send send Home, we've got Rate Control and Send Home, and then we've got, uh, our last option is, to the OR for Electrical <laughs> Cardioversion.
1: Or- Don't touch it if it's going to go wrong. First, do no harm.
0: Okay. So, we're not only going to have Dr. Atsuma, we're going to have Dr. Brian Au and Dr. Nazanin Meshkat for our episode on atrial fibrillation. We're going to go through everything from the Ottawa Aggressive Protocol to anticoagulation, who needs to be admitted, what medications to discharge patients on, and the management of Wolf Parkinson White with atrial fibrillation. Until next time, take it easy.